All right, welcome to episode four, December four, Keeping It Real. I'm Matt Gregory with Sable Adjusters. And I'm Megan Calabrese with Fox Rock Properties. Megan, this show today, we have a special guest. I looked for my Adderall this morning to give everyone their vitamins because this podcast could easily take a right turn or a left turn. There could be a couple of fender benders. You'll know where I'm going with this because this gentleman is fourth generation uh, family-owned business, Cape Auto, Kevin Gallerani. Um, probably just tortured his last name like mine does and yours does, but I think this episode um, of the cast is going to be quite interesting. Yeah, let's have some fun. So let's do it. So we got today on Keeping It Real. Am I allowed to talk? You know? <laughs> well, I was oh, going uh, to. Well, yeah, yeah, and there's the Adderall. Okay. okay. Um, usually, Kevin, what we do is we'll <laughs> intro you in, but I'll do it. So we got a okay, fourth thanks. generation family business owner at Cape Auto, um, Mr. Plymouth. Mr. I, I can't believe what I'm reading here because I did my due diligence about a lot of the affiliations and a lot of the stuff that you do, you know off the ice when you're not working at Cape Auto and running that business. Uh, Mr. Kevin Gallerani, how you doing, pal? <laughs> I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. So I was I was reading your bio. And oh, is this? I, go on. Sorry. It's okay. This is going to be me and you cutting each other off all. Yeah, but that's why, that's, we have, that's why we have Megan and we also have the birthday boy over there, Dave. Dave. Dave, happy what cha- birthday. What chapter are we on right now in your life? What chapter? Like on the priority list? Is no, you're, you're, bir- you're, you're way you're, down you're, there. You're, your age. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a bad. Yeah, I think 35 is like you're, you still feel like you should be at the kegger, but you, you don't got it anymore. You know what I mean? All right, so 35, you've graduated from the kids' table at Thanksgiving. Now you're at the adult table. That's 35 fair. is... If, if you're single, no pun, Kevin. If you're 35, you. you start. You're looking in the mirror at 40s. You're right there in the crossroads. You're mid. Yeah. You're, you're mid. mid. Yeah. Yeah. You're yep. mid 30s. And, and, and your mind will go weird yep. at times. But you know, you are married. Yep. You have a kid. Two kids. Two yep. kids. Yep. Boy or girl or two girls. One and one. Well played, so don't I. Millionaire family. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Some would say the perfect family. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't have to brag about that. Now, the the gear you're rocking right now, the shirt so that looks like you got white athletic tape over the the name. I don't know if it's because we haven't asked them to be a sponsor yet. Yep. You got socks on. Is any of that two not matching socks? Okay. Was that yeah. any of that a birthday present today from no birthday presents? Yeah. So you, it's fair game. Okay. Was there any homemade cards today when you woke up? Uh, I think it's going to be there when I go home. Oh, we're hoping. Okay, nice. we're hoping. Yeah, is the Christmas tree up yet? Christmas tree's up. What the hell? What am I the get? What the hell's happening yeah. right there? Well, we're uh, flipping the script here. Yeah, I don't well, know. Fact check, Dave. It, yeah. Well, it, it was the birthday boy. Okay, so I, I only had to wait around like thirty minutes for you guys to get <laughs> shit together. Like, that that was like, I already been blown off. Like I didn't even get a good introduction. <laughs> All right, here we go. I, like, and I want him. Like, why don't I have introduction music? Like, I want something cool. <laughs> oh, to no, it will. You have All to listen right, to the podcast, so we'll know if you viewed your own podcast after. There's a lot of editing that has to be done when Mr. Gregory's on the show. So. So, South Shore, born and raised in yep. Plymouth. Yes. Went to Sacred Heart, graduated 2001. Yes. Now this, You're good at reading. Now, this one right here blows my mind. Why? I did not know you had an, you held an MBA, 2007, Ooh. Fitchburg State. Fitty State. Okay, hear me out. You graduated with the undergrad in 2005, and then you, you wrote 
2007. We'll have fact check Dave go on the Fitchburg <laughs> website on the alumni board. Did you stay up there the extra two? Because I don't think online was popular right there to get your masters from home behind your behind your desk. Mm. Did you just go full six to bang it all out? I did. So graduated 05 yep. from there and then did the four-year gig. Yep. And all my butthead friends were still up there for another year. So I was like, just go back at the NBA, hang out with them for another year. It should have been like I should have graduated '06, but I think because it like it kind of one of the classes fell into like the next semester. I got pushed to winter '07, I think. Good for you. So I I would never have known that really? if, if we were playing trivia and we said everyone throw a hundred bucks up, tell me what Kevin has for degrees. Um, degrees, I'd probably say right out of high school, got right into the family business and grew it to the next level. I just wanted to do it to hold it over my father's head that he didn't have one. Now, was Dave <laughs> was Dave at your graduations? Yeah, he was at both. Okay. Yep. Another route tour. I was route two, North Adams State College. You were Worcester State, right, Megan? Framingham. You were the Ham. So we, we have some good schools. state schools. So we have now. three right. state schools back when, they should be thank God, us. there was really no social media. Was Nothing was, was Instagram, Facebook, and all that. Was that when I you were space. there? They just it started MySpace. Yeah. Facebook was just starting in like when I was like a junior senior. So my oh four oh five. So my guess is, thank God, or I don't even think you may have had a BS at Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So look at that was back when Facebook was cool before uh, parents have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the parents it was just could, for college kids, right? Yeah. It started that way. Yeah. You had to be in college. Yeah. You needed to have like a edu dot edu account, right? Yeah, you did. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at she's she she. She's not a I mean, she has her notebook. I went paperless today because you know it's 2000. Because he can't write. And Megan has her spiral uh, notebook. Well, happy birthday, Dave. Well, thank you. Yeah, All right. yeah. That was when Facebook Close connected the world, or at least that was the goal. Mm-hmm. And now it's just completely ruined the world the in every reasons. in yeah. every facet, dictating everything we do, dictating right. everything we do, and I silencing us, all mm-hmm. that good stuff. And I think what also has ruined the world, and people aren't afraid of it, is probably what we talked about before we came on, is where the cars are going now, and with you know with the CO2 and the electric cars and all that, and everyone thinks they're great. But as we were mentioning, you know, where do those batteries go to die? You know, then we went into solar panels and yeah. then we went into everything else under the sun. It's, you know, it, it's, it's insane. So let's let Kevin properly introduce his company first. All right. So Kevin, talk to us about Cape Auto. What do you focus on? I, I know you're right in the heart of Plymouth. Walk us through Cape Auto, what you guys focus on. And, you know, this is your promo. Wow, thanks. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here with you. <laughs> so, yeah, born and raised Plymouth, uh, went to college, got out, was not going to get into the family business. I was fourth generation. My old man was like, you're not ever going to work here, so go find another job. So out of boss, out, of, out of school, I was like looking in Boston, applying for jobs, and then he's like, changed his tune. He was like, what are you doing? Like, why don't you come down here? And I don't know what I'm going to do with the place when I retire so why don't you come down check it out and see if you like it and whatever so I've been with him now since I got out of college for like 15 years or whatever um, so we got two locations both in Plymouth one is all service we do all mechanical brakes tires you know your normal stuff routine maintenance care or replace engine transmissions if it needs to be but and then I run the collision center so my father runs service and I run the collision center that's like um, all body work yeah all body work yeah, yeah. 90% is I would say at least 90, 95% of it's paid by an insurance company because most people don't. It's expensive to fix sure. collisions. So, you know, the self-pay off the street is not a huge thing. 
it's mostly controlled by the insurance companies. Was it was it when your father was running it? Was it heavily insurance driven, or did or when you came in, did you start shifting it and going more insurance focused rather than people coming off the street and breaking the news that it's going to cost five grand to fix this thing? How, how I think what, over time, just because the cards are getting more yeah. and more complicated and expensive, mm-hmm. that the self pay thing is starting to go away unless people actually have the dough to do it because. So over the year, I don't know if it's us, but it's the trend that's going. Is like the cars, yeah. all these electronics in your cars, some yeah, way more expensive to fix. So it's not like that. You're not fixing a bumper for two hundred dollars anymore. Like you know what I mean? You, you might paint it, and there might be too much paint on the car, so the sensors behind the car mm. can't read through the extra layers of paint, like stupid stuff. So are all your guys technical you, too quick? Yeah, no, no, it's, no, it's good. That's this I is the first fifteen minutes good. of it. You know, we we have to take that road. Um, licenses. Certificates. I mean, are your guys and yourself always getting new things? I mean, back in the day, back in the day when concentrating. You, back in the day when you would go to a garage, you'd hit that little tube, it would go ding ding, and then someone would come out. He'd w- try wiping the grease off his hands. His fingernails looked like they were like Marilyn Manson black fingernail yeah. polish. Now all of a sudden you go in and these guys are in there. They got the gloves on and their hands are like fresh out of a, a Petty and a Manny. Yeah. I mean, you got to have. I mean, there yeah. must be a lot of types of classes now that you have to take because all those wires come from the dash all the way to the rear, and you have all the sensors that you talked about. I mean, how is how is that? I mean, especially if you have some old guy, old school guys that were in there turning wrenches and and being the old school things. How did that evolve, and, and what's it, that process when you go through? That? So it's tough. Um, so obviously, we've had employees with us for like over 20 years so I have some I've had some guys I still have some guys that are older like in their 60s so like think about your yeah. father and like well, like like the other night I was over at my dad's house he got brand new TV and stereo he doesn't know how to turn it on he's calling me to come over there and fix it for him I swear to God Wednesday night so these cars are the same way like the technology is changing so fast every year it's newer every year you're constantly having to learn more every time we take apart a vehicle or go fix it we have to like research how to fix it because the manufacturers are changing day to day how they mm-hmm. want you to fix it too to make sure that all that stuff works properly. You know, we fix your front, I don't know, say we fix the rear bumper, you got the blind spots, you're on the highway and you just pull into the right lane, it shakes or it sure, tells it you not to go, you. it warns you. If we don't fix that right, you're going to bury somebody in the next lane and then who's yeah. going to get, we're going to, all the liability is going to be back on me. You know what I mean? Mike had to replace the head, just the headlight on my Jeep. It's mm. a 15. He, he's reading the thing, he had to take the whole bumper off. The whole front had to to get to that light. He's Wait, like, your husband did it? I'm out. No, he'd stopped and put it all back. Oh, I was going to say. Like, now I'm almost impressed. Tape. Now there's He duct couldn't tape do it, but he normally, like, my back blinkers out, right? He can. He's an yeah. electrician, but he dabbles in other trades. Yeah, I mean, it's... Those used to be gone of the days. That's my... To that to that point, gone of the days where you could just pop off the head, you know, the back, like, screw in the new light. The front, he said he literally would have had to take the entire front end, like, the bumper and everything off to get to the headlight. Yeah. Some of them you have to. And the taillights. Some yeah. of them. Yeah. It, in, yeah, it's more funny because the, the the stay at home handyman like fixing the like they can do more damage to the car. So bottom line is back in the day the joke would be like when you watch the eighties movies it'd be a you know a shoebox full of you know spare parts that should have went in there but it's still working. You know you got to hope that he addresses one of those issues because like you said that one little there's so many wires in there there's so much I mean you can control your dryer from your iPhone now and. You literally, you, you, you got to know your stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not a, a nine sixteenths or going in and getting a ratchet set and all that. It, it's almost like you got to have an MBA. It's a, 
or doctorate in this yeah. stuff. Honestly, you need to be like an electrical engineer. It's a computer so on wheels. Now it's it's right? a computer on wheels. Like that. The good thing is, for years, um, people like pushing their kids to like go to college and mm-hmm. not get like a trades degree mm-hmm. or, or get into the trades. Right. So now, like, what we have, we don't have enough electricians. We don't have enough we don't. plumbers. We don't have enough right. car mechanics. We don't have enough body men. Like the whole deal. But. Uh, these kids that are now growing up on the computers are like super smart with the computers. So like that's good for us because we need those kids that can get in and figure out these computer problems. And then hopefully it brings them to like a little bit more deeper electronics and stuff because mm. a lot of this is chasing wires and finding broken wires and wire stuff, you know. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Is that a shallow pool right now? Very shallow. With people that you can go after and recruit? It's super shallow. I mean, obviously you do a lot of the front end office stuff. I mean, obviously, I rent the space yep. up, up above you. But the bottom line is, have you seen less and less of a talent pool, like going from like a silver, yeah. like, like a Votech school? You know, what are you doing, man? Like, what, 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 what? I mean, let's not even talk about COVID right now. Let's talk about one of your guys retire. You just said you have a couple of old salts in there. You know, they, they may be, you know, on the back nine, you know, yep. five years, 10 years left. I mean, that goes quick. I mean, so st- I can't believe I'm 47, but... What do you what are you doing every day to find that talent? Are you working very closely with like the Votech schools? Yeah. Are you promoting? I mean, so I'm a, so I'm on the I'm on two different vocational school advisory committees. So I go to Upper Cape, which is in Pocas like Pocas Born Pocasset area. Is it over the bridge? Over the bridge. Okay, that's Cape. I hate people that say no. It's Upper Cape. I'm on the Cape. Okay, you live in Wareham. Oh no no no! You got to cross. You got to go actually over go over the physical water to you want call the water. yourself Cape okay. Cod. Yeah, I used to say the Cape wasn't until you got to Hyannis. And you could That's bring your golden game. retriever into a mom and pop's you know, <laughs> coffee shop, and you had seashells rather than tar in your driveway. But okay, so go on. No, so, you, so yeah, I'm on the advisory committee for Upper Cape, right? Mm-hmm. So two times a year, we have meetings down there. We go over the um, uh, what's going on with their program and everything else. And I'm also on Plymouth South has a techn- has a uh, vocational. They have mechanical and body shop. So does the other one. I sit on the collision board at Upper Cape. My father sits on the mechanical board. Mm-hmm. And then in Plymouth South, we both go to those meetings. We both sit at the advisory. It's more of a mixed thing. And, like, we donate. Like, I donate tons of equipment to the Plymouth South one. Okay. So, like, if you go in there, it's like Cape Auto everywhere. Like, I've I got a frame it. machine I donated and, like, some tire machines and uh, old alignment rack that we did. So, yeah, it was, it's good. Like, I just want to be involved in, like, because hopefully we'll get those kids. But few and far. You know what I mean? How's the enrollment? I don't. I mean, I'm trying to think how many kids Plymouth South have. Like 50, and it's probably like I mean 500 or something, yeah. and there's probably like 20 kids in the automotive yeah. program. If they had so. 50 kids at Plymouth South High School, <laughs> 267,000 square feet. What, Wait, what, what did we just spend? Go hey, That'd be a great lazy. By the way, we just school. we just spent 200 million dollars on that building. Yeah, yeah 50, for, 50 for 50 kids, kids. <laughs> in, in, in your in your old alma mater. No, nope, that's not how you pronounce it. Nope. What is it, Megan? <laughs> alma mater. Yep, Sacred Heart. I mean, obviously, the high school's gone there. Yeah, gone. So sad. So they took yeah. the the two kids out of that school and they brought <laughs> yeah. them over to Plymouth South, and now they have their enrollment just went up fifty two hundred kids is not good. Two hundred sixty-seven thousand square feet of laser tag. All right, so obviously that's shallow. Now let's go back to wait. <laughs> yeah. So now like all of a sudden, so you're very heavily dependent on people driving. Yep. Up and down, you know, leaving restaurants, inclimatic weather. You know, Had a couple cocktails. Yep, exactly. Leave. And it, we don't promote that, obviously. No, we're not. Weather, weather, Dave. What? 
Can we fact check that uh, word? Dave's over there. Yeah, I mean, he must, be, he must be responding to his happy birthday it, wishes on Facebook. Is it that, is that, <laughs> that's not a word. <laughs> I was actually just trying to get the definition of alma mater to, oh, uh, oh, to clarify that. So I was doing a okay. job. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, kid's yeah. on it. Yeah. He is. He is. He's, he's on the ones and twos. Right. So getting back, we very some, heavily dependent on people getting behind the wheel and driving. Hitting mailboxes. Being distracted. Yeah. Blind spots, etc. So March happens. COVID goes. All of a sudden, now we're in lockdown. Yep. That has a very, very heavy impact on your business. Big time. Talk to me about those first couple of months then and bring Megan and I to- Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. I don't know where to start with it, but like we got 40 employees between the two buildings, right? So all this is going down to talk about shutdowns. We stayed open the entire time because we were like- Essential? Deemed essential. Okay, fair enough. And uh, to be honest, I think most of my- my employees, they didn't want to be home. Like they wanted, they want to come to work and work every day. You know what I mean? So I don't think it was like, but we stayed open to the essential thing. And if people didn't want to, like we had some people that drivers, like older guys that were like in their seventies that drive for us. Like we were like, Hey, why don't you stay home? Cause you could be like sure. more at risk. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, but, um, we stayed open I'm trying to think where I want to go with this, but the, uh, kept everybody going. Um, traffic just died. Right, so like all of a sudden claims go from like I think in Massachusetts is like I forget if it's twenty five hundred claims a week on average. Wow, goes down to like ten. What, you know what I mean? What is Cape sure. Auto average on a weekly basis? Uh pre COVID or post COVID? <laughs> pre pre COVID, we were doing forty to forty five cars a week in collision. COVID, I think we did eighteen last week. Jeez. Wow, so half. Half about about April, May, June, July. Last year, tumbleweed during COVID. You know what? Actually, yeah, it was tough. During the lockdown, but it's yeah, it was right. the lockdown was bad. Um, but like we did that uh, PPP. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So like we just kept everybody on. Mm-hmm. But we were actually okay during that. And then like those eight weeks on week seven, they're like, "Hey, you can extend this now for like the rest of the year." We're like we already spent it all keeping these guys busy now. Right. So it was no. It's been a struggle. You know what I mean? But I don't know. You just gotta. Where are you now? Grind it out. Like more people, more people are getting in their cars. People are traveling. They are, but now they're not again. So summer was good. Summer yep. was good. We're on the Cape. Well, we're not on the Cape. We don't want to. We're on this side nope. of the bridge. Nope. You're south coast. South coast. No, 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 no. We're south. East. South. We're not south coast. South shore. South shore. Okay. South coast is like New Beige. Bedford, New Beige. Yeah, Fall yeah, Reeve. Yeah. yeah. South, I think South Shore is even a stretch, but continue. But. <laughs> So so did you So see- summer was okay. We we're yeah. all right. It was it upticked a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But now everybody's working from home, right? And I think they're getting used to it and they're liking it. And then two, the schools are shutting down, so a lot of the uh parents are staying home to p- teach their kids, right? So they're not driving. Right. Cuz they're doing the hybrid school thing. Yep. So there's less and less people even leaving the house. They're not even leaving the house at all. So um it's I'm a little nervous. Like any it's going to die. It's going to die. Do you have any con- like do you get those guys probably contract their fleets. Yeah, they do that. Like we've had, we've had, um, we've lost accounts for like that do normal maintenance with us or stuff because maybe they've gone out of business because COVID sure. affected them so bad. Yeah, it's a, the ripple effect. But like when it first started, like too, like you know, people we don't we didn't know what to expect. Nobody does, right? Because even the doctors don't even know what's going on. So like, cars are coming in. My employees are like, what are we gonna do? I'm like, well, I personally cleaned every car for like three months that came in. Like sure. pre cleaned it, got some special. COVID sanitizer stuff yeah. or whatever. Then we bag them up in plastic, steering wheel, shifter covers, handles, and 
uh, the car seat, and then you know, so like we kept it going. Everybody felt pretty comfortable with it. We haven't had any scares. So kind of we had one little scare, but not, nobody was sick. I haven't had anybody contract anything. So mm. you know, Perfect. there's the and I know for a fact my, I saw my aunt last week, and one of her friends at work had it, and like. Oh my God! Maybe you haven't. Like the whole place gets a little crazy, but mm-hmm. no, everything's been fine. Yeah, and obviously, Thank you God. know, being a tenant upstairs from you, I know that you guys have the signs out there. Everyone is respectful of the masks, the six feet, and all that stuff. Mm. Um, no sign here. No, we we have a visible what is this, one. Uh, was it a hit job today? <laughs> yeah, like, what's yeah. going on today? It's, it's Dave's no per- mortgages, <laughs> no signs. <laughs> he actually yeah. works it's for the, the COVID police. Yeah, there's a dice game out in the back. <laughs> so let, let's piggyback off the COVID police, unless you have a couple of questions that you want to go into, but. I saw on you know on your bio that you you sent over to us that you were on the board member of the Plymouth Chamber COVID Task Force. Was that yep. be, was that because of Plymouth Four Hundred, or was that like I'm nope. going to be on the COVID Task Force for Pl- the the town of Plymouth or the city of? Plymouth? It's just the town of Plymouth. So the chamber, so Plymouth Four Hundred is completely different than the chamber. Chamber does not run the Four Hundred. Four Hundred does. They, Different entities. Okay. So, what about yeah. this task force? Where does task that force? Fall so, in? I used to be a member on the Plymouth uh, Chamber Board for like years, and I've been off for now probably four or five years. But um, they just reached out to me. They were like, "Hey, we're going to put together this task force board to help with businesses downtown," and they just kind of grabbed like key people in different industries. Mm-hmm. So it was like restaurant people and um, the support of health mm-hmm. stuff. They got some town employees on it, and they grabbed me for transportation. But like, and to talk about what's going on in our industry, but like, I would say the big focus, I mean, we're open, we're doing okay. We're not like setting any records, obviously, but like, we're still getting by. But you're looking at these poor restaurants that are getting Mm -hmm. like murdered right now, right? So part of that whole task force, like one of the big things we did was we turned the downtown Plymouth into a one way. Okay. And then we took that extra lane that we took away and we, we put barriers up so they could put tables out in the street right Mm -hmm. that's good and it was cool it was awesome everybody's outside eating you know you go to like sukasa or something you're eating like tacos out in the street but it was like they dressed it all up it was nice right it was great i I was there last week yep you had to get creative in that so that was part now part of the task force let's write that downtown what is it water street or uh water street say two ways it was main street main street um you know they might not go back from that I was just going to say they, that, Megan. They're like, taking the barriers down right now because yeah, it's so cold. Yeah, but like next summer, that's such a walkable area. They should. They we should. should. Well, they I want to make a circle. Water Street, Main Street. Yep. One big loop. Yep. They talked about this for years. They, they do it in Hyannis. They do it in Hyannis yeah. on Friday where they shut, where they put the barrier up at the start yeah. of Main Street in Hyannis and then near where Cuddles and Bubbles is. That, um, that bu- uh, barrier. How's that place doing? I don't know. They're hurting. Um that could have just went yep. Yep. really here bad. Here we but here I'm we go, high level. On the line. So I totally agree with that. I think either Fridays and Saturdays yeah. or do it on weekends, right? Yeah. Shut it down. Utilize some of the parking out. Yep. Start walking, almost doing like a bar crawl or an eatery crawl. Yeah. And you're supporting those local businesses. On that task force. Where were you last Saturday? It was Small Business Saturday. You're supposed to be out supporting the small businesses. Last Saturday, I was sunning myself in Marco Island. Um, spent Thanksgiving Avoiding all the in travel. Florida. It's the Cape Cod of tra- Florida. It's the Cape. Avoiding all the travel restrictions. It, 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 it's the Cape Cod. It, actually, I did get tested. I was negative. I think flying now oh, is way is way cleaner yeah. Yeah. than it is because every you just time came I, from a hot state right into this mortgage company. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I also got tested and I did a self quarantine and I have a hard copy of uh, no detection. Okay, good. It, so <laughs> businesses it is on the COVID police task force. Yeah, I don't want to have to rat you out. <laughs> okay. 
those businesses, mm-hmm. have any of them shut their doors? Downtown Plymouth? Yes. Um, or are they grinding it out? I think, I don't want to miss, I, I could be wrong, but I think, I don't know anybody that's closed, but I think they're all grinding it out in, in that little downtown area. Oh, you know what? The, like, um, I know like one of those gift stores, Simple Pleasures, I think is closing. Yep. Because it says it's on the front. Mm-hmm. Closing sale. But Or is that just one of those tactics where they're trying to get you in there to buy stuff and maybe they're not closing? It, it, it could definitely but be that. But it says that. store closing. But, the, but bottom line is- I think they're okay, but it's oh, not right. good. It's not great. And yeah. some of the restaurants I know shut down for six months and they just reopened and right. now they're going through this again. So it's, you're hearing about this. We problem. had Eric Daigle on from East Bay Grill last episode. Never heard of him. <laughs> and love him. He they have a great you you got a forward think in all this all this stuff and get creative and thinking of that. Yeah. You do all the sales and marketing for Cape Auto. You're on a lot of things, you know, like the cha- you know, the chamber, the Lions Club, you know, and I and I saw a couple of other ones. What are you doing to do your sales and marketing? I know you're heavily weighted on insurance and and that is down but are you sending out emails are you are you just getting on the phone have you started doing some lunches what what is how does that work for you guys (laughs) i'm here right now with you right this podcast (laughs) yeah um like so i went out yeah a couple weeks ago i went to lunch with one of my insurance buddies who we're you know mutual with mike dechara right yep you know you're just kind of reaching out seeing what's going on i mean it's not i don't think there's a clear-cut way what to do right now because there's no claims so it's not like there's cars that are going somewhere else it's just nobody's got them and i'm not it's slow but whatever i mean i my vendors come in the paint companies and stuff and i'm like what's going on they're like it's not good so i feel like we're in a better position than most but yeah it's it's tough you know what i mean um i didn't even think of the vendors i don't the vendors are all hurting too like yeah we're not selling it's us, the, it's we're not selling effect. as much it's we're not selling as much paint so they're right not, they're not making you know what i mean tires like, all that stuff. You're not going through your tires as much. We're definitely not going through tires as much. Yeah. Because um people aren't driving, there's no maintenance. Well, there's less maintenance. Right. Megan, you had some questions earlier about the the E V, the electric vehicles and all that jazz. Yeah, so I think one of the Let's go. things Let's that's come out of this is um you know, th- there's no secret that the emissions are down and when like you know, the high level folks are like, Wait, you can actually see in California and you can see buildings that you've never been able to see before because all the smog's gone. Yeah, China. Yeah. I think Wait. that's gonna be one China. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's gonna be one area that people don't like they think not to go back from, right? They're gonna say that let's look at the positives. It's totally yeah. gonna be positive things that come out of this. And then are going to be just like f- jumping years ahead. You know, we were just talking about e commerce and how they've just done ten years of growth in like three months. What's your what's your take on electric cars, and you know where do you see that? I mean, uh, I'm not actually. A, what's your opinion? What do you think? As a guy that's been tinkering with cars for a while, before we even get to so, what do you think? Would you buy one? Yeah. Okay. Why? I, so I would buy one because we're fixing cars every day, and I want to learn more about them. Got it. Right. So like, we don't see that many on the road. You know, you get a couple Teslas, you get a couple like uh, Chevy Volts or like whatever, but like we don't see that many of them. So. Like that new Hummer came out, and I'm like thinking maybe I should buy that thing just so I can like figure it out a little bit and see what's going on and like what's gonna what are those cars gonna be in like three four years when they start wearing down. So right. a lot of those have these uh, regenerative brake systems. So like when you start braking, it's actually recharging the battery. Interesting, right? So, but on the other side of it, like there's no brakes really. There's no oil. There's no like. All the stuff, the oil changes, Things lubricants. you know how to make a car work. 
aren't All there. that stuff is not there anymore. So you don't need Jiffy Lube anymore. Right. By the way, there is. if you guys want no maintenance on your car anymore, the electric car might be the way to go. There's like okay. zero maintenance on it. Well, not zero, but it's really low. You're just putting... There probably is some kind of aspect of the brakes and there's tires. But like other than that, there's no fluids. Yeah. But do you think you'll see more accidents with those electric vehicles because people think that they can take their hands off the wheel, I that the so. car is going <laughs> to... That's more <laughs> autonomous. So the electric the, cars are so autonomous yeah, that they're yeah. not, they're, they don't crash as much. And right. they, but I'm hoping that people, I don't know, it's tough. Like right now, the cars right now, like you're, I don't know what your Jeep, maybe. The Limited's probably got tons of stuff in it. And like it probably does stuff while you're driving to, yep. to warn you so you don't get too close to the car in front of you. Yep. And if you have uh, cruise control that like, it'll Mike's slow down. Mike hits too the brakes if you, if you get too close. Yeah, I hate starts, that. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> Who's hitting that. the brakes? Or your steering wheel tightens up like yeah. you don't have the steering yeah. fluid. Back in the day when you couldn't afford steering fluid, you'd have to use all, all two right. hands to get out of your seat to turn the thing to go left. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, you're on the road and you're shifting a little bit. All of a sudden, the steering wheel tightens up. You're like, holy yeah. shit, what, am I, what do I do here? So because of all that stuff on like regular cars, like before COVID, um, I get, you know, industry like research and stuff like that. And like the last few years every year the collisions across the whole country claims in general has gone down like 15 percent a year so that's it's shrinking yeah. now when the cars do crash they're bigger ticket items because there's so right. much electronics going on yeah. so it kind of evens out a little bit but like there's definitely way less collisions going on because of these electronics yeah. and those super electric cars are like they got a ton of gizmos in them as a, so they're a lot of safety systems yeah as even an older generation mechanic, what's your dad's take on this? Because I know I older engineers that work for me, and they're like, they're not made like they used to. These new boilers are not like <laughs> the old boilers. And does he get into that a little bit? Like, Yeah, I think he's freaking out Like, because he's like, what's the future of the industry? What's going to go on? Like, sure. He's like, uh, I'm out of this thing in a couple of years, but what are you going to do for the next I'm, like, I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Sell the place. See you later. Let's get <laughs> Yeah, go skiing I'm in like, the winter yeah. and, and then I'm like, and play golf in the summer. I'm like, yeah, I let my, you know, my great-grandfather comes over from like Italy, speaks no English, starts the place up, and then, yeah, fourth like, generation. I'm see out. you later. I'm out. That's been fun, but guys, Cash I'm that out. check. <laughs> Move down there with Sable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the only 40-year-old that lives in a retirement community. <laughs> I don't get it. North Naples. Perfect for him. Dude, North Naples. Perfect he, for him. Oh, oh, he- Heaven's waiting room? He, he literally- he <laughs> Literally goes to a restaurant with all the blue hairs at four forty five and then he texts me at eight o'clock saying, Just got out of the jacuzzi, I'm going to bed now. He's forty two. I'm like, Okay, you're the only man that bought in a sixty plus active community. <laughs> I didn't know and it was he, a sixty he, plus community. And he, and he welcomes it. Yeah. Um That's yeah, great. he's got an old soul. But no, you're right. I mean the whole thing is but you made a good point though. Back Thank in you. the day you'd have a you know, you'd have a metal bumper you know, two screws and there you go and it was a hundred bucks and it didn't break the bank. You know, now all of a sudden you got R2-D2 under the smart, hood. It's a smart bumper. It's, it's yeah. a smart bumper where you got five eyes on the back and you're right, your percentage may have gone down a little bit, but the scales have kind of stayed yeah. the same because what used to be maybe a hundred dollar fix, now you're three, four X more because there's a lot more wires and stuff like that yeah. that are cooked into that bumper. Yeah, not to be negative either, but the other thing too is because the parts are so expensive now. There's so many more parts, and like those sensors and stuff it could be a thousand dollars. Sure, more cars are totaling too. Yep. Yeah, because so, they're soft. They're not as hard and made like they used to be. So, I mean, yeah, they're made soft for a reason. So like the old cars you were talking about, those big heavy bumpers and stuff, like yeah. back in like you know the '60s, '70s, '80s, whatever. When you hit those cars, you, you banged right. You just smash into each other and you bounced back and you yep. get whiplash. You get back issues. You get hurt. The people in the cars got hurt. Right. Nowadays. You crash one of the, you know, your Infinity or a Jeep, right? 
they absorb the impact. You don't bounce off of sure. each other, and they just they mash. Right, and yeah. they absorb the energy gets moved throughout the vehicle, and it just crushes. Well, that's interesting. But, but it, they a lot more cars will total because it it's stuff that and some of the stuff they like you can't fix that. Once that metal bends, see you later. Right, you cut it off, replace it, or. So yeah. and then you send it off to the scrapyards, right? But most yeah. of it's hard plastic anyway, so you're not really even sending it off. Well, the outside, the, like the front and rear bumpers, the outside of the cars, that's just a cover to make it. It's a cosmetic cover. Those are plastic. Okay. Behind that, there's metal. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You don't tell me, all right? I tell you. Back, on the show. I guess you just <laughs> back in the day, you want you want the main microphone. People got hurt Could because uh, Kevin and Megan show. Yeah. <laughs> I think people got hurt back in the day also because I think uh, I'm going back. Belt. When's the next? When's yeah. the next podcast? Next week? I mean, what is it? Weekly? A monthly? What's up? This is our maiden voice. Can I just be four, five, That's six? That's actually seven? a fake microphone. It doesn't even work. Wait, am I, <laughs> yeah, can you guys get a price microphone, Megan? That actually, it's just you and I talking, and they're going to be like, "Who was your guest today? Yeah. Um, um, who's your, who's going to ask that? You know, there's nobody listening to this. So it's like, excuse one, me. Oh, what? Oh, wait a second. Four <laughs> listeners. Oh, that mom, is, dad, this is mom, gotta dad. Be, this is going to go down in history as the most disrespectful guest. Of, oh, oh, one hundred percent. Thank question, you, Dave. Is it? Yeah, we're did, only on episode what four? Wait, wait. Four, December four, Don't four, even, yeah. forty-four. Yeah, we I won't thought, even keep track. Who's, fi- who's I the thought famous we were be friends? In Boston, no, 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 number forty-four. No, no, no. I don't need the COVID watchdog. And then no, he was double zeros. Okay. Apology accepted. I'm glad Kevin right now was talking to Dave, and you and I are having a conversation. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Megan. Thank you. How was your Thanksgiving? Tan looks nice. Thank from you. your Florida excursion. Yeah, t- thank you, you for so- the tan compliment. Mm-hmm. Get George Hamilton on the line right now, Dave, and tell him I have a better tan than him. And also, my grays came out a little bit more with the tan, so I almost look like that guy that says, stay thirsty, my friends, yes. uh, <laughs> on the Dos like, yes. Don't I look like him with the grays yes. and stuff like that? So Very I think distinguished. Right, so right now, I think I'm a cross between Georgie Hamilton and the yeah. gentleman uh, from Dosecchi's. Now the cool thing is podcasting in general is kind of a young man's game. So George Hamilton, the reference, mm. is a really good one probably for the audience. I know. Yeah, and I think with Meg's mom yeah, being it? our only listener, she knows exactly who George Hamilton is. You start anyone somewhere. else? You anyone start. else that logs yeah. on is Googling George Hamilton. Is on the Google machine right now doing the George Hamilton. Yeah, we we own the SEO Google Play, so it, don't worry about it. Yeah, perfect. we'll be number one for George Hamilton. Okay, look up SEO. Yeah. I have oh, no good. idea what that. One means. other auto question, and then I think we got to get to who, wrap who is George yeah. Hamilton. George Hamilton was like the 50s and 60s actor. He had the best tan in Hollywood. He was the tan man. He's the peak. If you saw him, you'd know him. It's one of those guys, but you'd never remember his name except for this clown. I don't even think he really did any movies. I think he was just known in Hollywood for his tan. You get to say clowns. That's a fact check. What the hell is a fact check for? What is a fact check for? I want to know how many movies George Hamilton did and when he was hot in Hollywood because I only remember him as being tan. All right. I got you. How old are you? How do you know that reference? Chapter 47. You never ask a man his age. You know that. Just his weight. <laughs> Not even his weight. I always lie. Are you still running every day? Yes, I do run every day. Good. Um, you look good. For all our listeners, are you still on ketosis? Because that comes I'm up back a lot. In, I'm back in it because pina coladas, you couldn't get a skinny pina colada on vacation. Right. It's amazing how much weight you gain on vacation because you, you're drinking starts earlier, yeah. you're eating habits of Oh, just awful. Everything is fried, and you just got to know going into <laughs> it like that. self I mean, you can go and have healthy things. You don't okay, have-, have you ever gone on a vacation and had healthy food? Yes. I actually use the gym at the hotel. I do, too. The first day. Do you wipe down your machine when you're done? Of course. Okay. Just etiquette. Do you return your shopping cart at the store? Yes. Uh, no, Thank I you. ghost ride it sometimes. <laughs> oh, but it still makes it But it makes thing. it to the corral. It- 
Ugh. Oh man, you, you know, know sometimes I do. No, so, I so what I do? So what I kindly do, leave. All right, so no, hold on. <laughs> this is your so, partner uh, crime. Yeah, she is. She here's the deal with the, the with the shopping cart. Sometimes if they have that mulch bed in front, oh, I'll, no. I'll lift oh, the no. front wheels, park it there because I know there's the cart guy that yeah. does his 15 minute shift. Oh, so you think you're helping him? And then he well, gets I'm giving out. him work. So all of a sudden, his manager's not looking out the big glass, saying, "What are you doing out there? You've been out there for 15." I will minutes. say. I mean, I always put it back myself, but. You doing that? I'm okay with that because then we tries to get it out and there's two cars around it. He's yeah. scratching the doors. Well, you want that? You want yeah. that f- that ghost yeah. rider that goes and all of a sudden you're sitting there with your fingers going and you hope that thing goes and it catches some speed going down the little hit and goes right into it. I should store. give you some business cards yeah. while you're at the grocery store. <laughs> the window. You're Just like get a- Rick Carlson to do it. <laughs> So you had a question, Megan, to get yeah, us back on we'll track. Do one last one, then then do some rapid fire. Yeah. Um, we I mean, kind of touched on it. The um, <laughs> Self-driving cars, right? You just yep. you had mentioned claims, and they have gone down. Yep. There's you know many schools of thought on autonomous vehicles and when they're going to come out and how they're going to come out. What's your thoughts on those? And then how do you think that's going to shake up the whole insurance industry? With now, I wasn't driving the car; my car did it and hit you. And are they going to be interesting? Are they going to be insured the same? And what how what the insurance company? But start with your opinion on autonomous cars. Great question. I well. Personally, I think it would be cool to like get in the car and not have to like worry about traffic and stra- you know how bad it sucks when traffic is. So like personally, yeah, it'd be, it'd be pretty cool. Maybe I could have a couple cocktails and I'm not driving the car and I right. could just go to New Hampshire, and go skiing, and see you later. Put it in cruise control. But business wise, yeah, I hate it because it's going to just keep accidents from happening. I, I don't want to sound like greedy out here, but like yeah, like that's what we're living well, no, off. Yes, of, so business I'm like an emergency services. You you're in emergency services, so if you know, but. Do you think it's going to stop accidents? Do you think they're going to be... There has to be a point, right, where you... Unbelievable. You have to have every car on the road autonomous. You can't have human yeah. behavior right, right, in the way. Otherwise, now it's like, I got to talk to you. If I want to go in the right lane, you're essentially, right, everyone's going to have like... Maybe we can... You're coming over, but if... You can hack the cars and make them crash into each other, play a little bumper cars. Scary thought. I mean, everything's a money grab, too. (laughs) There's a lot, like, yeah, all the cars being connected and stuff now. People, like, we just went through that uh, Right to Repair Act that just got passed, and they were trying to scare tactic it that people are going to be able to hack into your car. Right. They're going to hack into your car no matter what. It doesn't matter whether that bill went through or not. Like, there's people out there that are going to be able to Mm -hmm. connect to your vehicle and control it. So, all the older cars that you can't control, a few years ago with Jeep Grand Cherokee, somebody. Broke into it and drove the thing. The guy was on like a wild, Jeez. you know, run like for like hours and Oof. somebody was driving the car for him. That's scary. So it's out there. It can happen. It's crazy. Let's do it. So you scared good, right now? There's so many good reasons. No, I just, you know, it just gets my wheels so spinning bad. about that, that you're right. You and I are very weather dependent. Mm. You know, obviously you want people behind the seat driving and getting in accidents. My industry- Safe accidents. You know, yes. Safe accidents where there's no casualties. <laughs> obviously in my industry too, I don't want, you know, casualties too as well. But, you know, we do this, you know, you yeah. do the black ice dance. I do the cold weather snap dance as well. My father always says to me, he goes, you used to be a blue sky, 85 degree day guy that wanted it 12 months a year. And now all of a sudden you're like, I need bad weather and I need it ASAP. Yeah. I think um, both of you are in industries where- accidents and things are going to happen 
you pride yourselves on good customer service and when things happen, you're going to be the ones that take care of them. Just yeah. to put a little shining light on this that you're not both sitting here wishing for people to... Get right. Them. No, you're absolutely Thank you. right. <laughs> Thank you for bringing us back to... That's how it is, though, right? She's mom you're of the in, podcast. She just wants to bring us all back to you're the table. You're in service so, business. Right. So you know someone's car's going to yeah. break. Come to me and I'm going to take care of you. We're going to give you an, a fair, honest price. You're yeah. going to get a good service. Right. Same thing. If yeah. something happens, God forbid a fire happens... You got the best Sable's person gonna, that's yes, going to handle They're going to help you because it's a horrible thing to go through either way. And to piggyback off that with you being in the property management world you want good tenants because you know when they call you're going to respond and you're going to give them the best service. Look at that. It's just unicorns and rainbows all around. It's just raining Rainbows and puppy dogs. You know. Um, All right. so this part of the segment Kevin you have no idea the questions we're going to fly at you. It's rapid fire. One Wait, you didn't answers. finish talking. You didn't talk about the Boys and Girls Club, all this other stuff. All right, well, let's hop into no, that. I just, I just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be down too <laughs> because everyone's you know behind in their room and they haven't come out and all that. We'll wrap but no, up after y- the question. Yeah. yeah. So talk to me. So you let's let's rapid bring, fire. Bring it. No, let's just talk about that Boys and Girls Club. You're heavily involved. You know. Are those part I like that. Are, are, yeah, I like that organization because you see these kids that like even though we're growing up in nice towns, Plymouth and. Where'd you grow up, Kingston? No. Brockton. Brockton? All right, forget it. God's <laughs> country. <laughs> Never mind. City of no, Champions. Wait, by the way, I'd take that all back. Yeah. But, uh, you know, these kids that haven't gotten, a good, haven't gotten a good chance at life, you know what I mean? So, like, I love the Boys and Girls Club. I've been on that board, like, years now and um, a while. And, uh, you, and when you go to the club and you meet these kids when they're, like, younger, and then you see as they mature over the next couple of years, they get some peers with them and That's great. guidance and stuff. These kids, you know, the, the, the product that that club puts out in Plymouth is unbelievable. These is kids it? go from... Not a great shot going on. Not a bad. Sh- they, yeah. know, they, they had a bad deck of cards to like. Yep. <clears throat> to a, to, to like, a clean slate. Yeah. To like leaders of the club that are like taking care of now kids that aren't of them. Sounds do they good, usually come stuff. back? Do they usually come back and be mentors? A lot of them. That's great. I would say a lot of them do. At least part time or like summers while they're going to college. Right. You know, some of these kids weren't even going to graduate high school. Right. Now they're getting off to college. They, they got a GED program too. Awesome. Sometimes is the only thing missing is there is an opportunity. One hundred percent. Is that one of your favorite? I mean, because you probably are, I care about that. I mean, I'm huge with the Lions Club in Plymouth because my father, my grandfather was in it. And right. Like, that's a huge charity for us, big time. But I do really like. I love the Boys and Girls Club. And like you know, when I was a kid, I didn't go there that often. But like, it was a huge basketball club. I just, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. You played so, hoops? Yeah. Were you the guy that brought the ball up, or did they send you underneath the hoop to uh, to be a forward? And maybe get one or two touches of possession. I would say both, depending on I, when I was freshman. I was. I was handling the ball, but when I was older, I was junior, senior. I was probably under those. I was under the hoop. Under was the that your go-to sport growing up? Was hoops? I liked hoops. Yeah, Megan, were you hoops or hoops, softball? Hoops and soccer. So, hoops and soccer. I was. Ran, hoop. I, ran, I was hoops. But then I, ran got, track? I got into run. I ran track at uh, Fitchburg. What was your? Wait a minute. So what? Wait a second. Back oh up. Boy. That was a mistake. What was that your? Was mistake. What was your event? Sprints. Like the forty-yard dash. I don't think they do that. They, they don't do, do 40s. Football. That's okay. football, dude. But 50 odd dash? 50. They do like a 50 or 55. I used to run the 100 and the 200 for the spring. Wow. What was your time? Uh, I never broke 11. 11 to 1. Wow. I don't you know. Wear those that, little it's not ball- that good. It's not are you that wearing good. those little ballerina sneakers with like the little tacks? Yeah. Yep. I can't. Those are fast. I can't pitch you as a runner. Same. I mean, same with me, but. Well, because I put on like 80 pounds since then. <laughs> was so. it? Uh, did you put on any weight during COVID? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely did because I've been out drinking and eating every night, supporting my restaurants. So I there love. you go. Favorite, there you go. Okay, rapid fire. Right, rapid fire. Here we go. Favorite go. restaurant in Plymouth? Ooh, Malabar and Salt. I like them both. I don't want to pick Malabar. Just reopened, but Salt Malabar both lights out. I like Sukasa too. What's your favorite dish at Salt? Jesus, 
I got to pick. Jesus is not on the menu. He, I thought it, can't uh, eat that. He has, can he hold a fork? <laughs> I don't. I like all the raw fish stuff. I, and they got it. some good steaks. They I mix it up though. I love salt. I love salt. Very pricey. I mean, the food is phenomenal. Yeah, but they 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 focus on the tapas. And when I saw the check and I left hungry, I could have gone to a Mickey D's <laughs> or a Burger King and, and had a fish sandwich yeah, on the small, way yeah, home. Yeah. Yeah. Small plates. I'm not a fan of the small plates. I will say this. Shout out. If you haven't come up Route 3, Alba 53 mm. is phenomenal. I loved it in Quincy, mm-hmm. and I am sold on Alba 53. But I agree with, um, with Jim's restaurant, yeah. Malabar. I think you can't get that French cuisine. Mm. I love it. His blue eye crab is phenomenal. Um, okay, uh, tacos or fajitas? Tacos, crunchy. McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's. I don't eat that shit. Favorite place to ski? Ooh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. How many times? Four. What about East Coast? Uh, we go to Wildcat a lot, but like I like Sugarloaf. Have you ever Telluride? I've been to Telluride. Tuckerman's, no ski Tuckerman's. I haven't because they don't have a chairlift or a uh, helicopter. I'm eighty yeah, pounds over. Yeah, that hike would kill them. No, but I want to do it. Let's do it before we're forty. Oh, you're already over forty. I'm forty-seven. I will never do Tuckerman's. I will do. I'd do it just. And I snowboard. I, and, like I, and, and I and I and I snowboard. On. Maybe we'll just hire a helicopter to do it and just go up. Well, I don't have your kind of money because I'm not a what? business owner. I'm going out of business. <laughs> uh, f- favorite place to vacation, you know, for warm weather. Hmm. I don't know. Favorite cocktail? Manhattan. Really? Love it. Like three of them, at least to start. I wanted one this morning. You would, my aunt would love you. <laughs> Beers or seltzers? Uh, seltzers. Yeti or Arctic? I didn't even know there was an Arctic. I'll go Yeti. She was the wife. They got, I think they, really? they got divorced. She took the patent. Stole the patent. Well, she didn't steal it. She's like, this is part of my idea too. And she started Arctic. Okay. Fact, Dave. That's, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. We do now, need that actually. one. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to the vacation question in the summer. Favorite, yeah. Favorite vacation spot in the summer? Chile, so I can go skiing. Where's oh? It's like reverse seasons. Have you ever gone there? No. Let's go. Martha's Vineyard, On Nantucket. That same helicopter. Nantucket. Well, different. Nantucket's wicked nice. Martha's Vineyard's fun too, but Nantucket. Favorite sports team in Boston. Pats. Favorite athlete ever to put a jersey on in Boston? Bird. Nice. Did you hear? I just read about yesterday, Sean Kemp was on a podcast and he was talking about Bird talking how, shit. how Bird was talking trash, right? So he, dro- so he said he dropped 50, but someone did a fact check on him and I think he had like 40-something points, right? Okay. So come to find out, Sean Kemp and Bird were from Indiana and Bird was obviously in the league a couple of years before Kemp came right out of high school. And they were talking about Larry Legend, and right before the game, because one of the key players was out with a sore knee, I, I can't think of his, uh, Xavier McDaniels, and um, Kemp goes, I, you know, I check in, and he goes, hey, you're, you know, what's going on? Welcome to the league. And then he goes, you dunked on my, buddy, my brother Eddie. And he goes, yeah. He goes, and you broke my record in high school for the most points. 
He goes, yes, I did. He goes, well, I'm going to school you this game, and I'm going to tell you everything. If you, you, know, if you start doing this, I'm going to do this. So when he would come up and he goes, I'm, <laughs> my first play, I'm going to come down, I'm going to post you up, and I'm going to twap, twap one right in your face, and he did. And then so what happened was Sean Kemp started getting you know, pissed off. He started hacking his right. Bird switches to his left and starts draining twos, and, twos with his uh, left hand, and Kemp was like, I'm done. Nice. And, and he ended up dropping like 40 before the fourth quarter. And Bird was in his head the whole That's game. That's awesome. Larry Bird is one of he my is, favorite yeah, sports athletes. Same. Megan, who's your favorite sports athlete? He, I'm not just jumping on that bandwagon, but growing up with the older brothers, my my dad, they love Larry Bird. He's, Copycat. he's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He Real or fake? Those old, go on. Oh, sorry. Those old Bird stories are crazy. Like, yeah. He'd be like, I'm... After we come out of timeout, I'm going to come right over here, post something, I'm going to shoot it from right here. And he just do it. And like, and, and he would like tell a, the opponent yeah. exactly yeah. what yes. he was going to yes. do. And then he did it. Then one of the books. Or you go up to the other. Legend. He yeah, talks drive. about yeah, yeah. yeah. That drives on. Yeah. I drive. That's, that's the only right. book I think I've actually read my whole life. And I think I, I think that's the only book that I ever read that I didn't fall asleep on yeah. on the forward. Yeah. Uh, real or fake Christmas tree? Real. White or colored lights? White. Have you put your Christmas tree up yet? No, but I put up a Grinch. You did. You're that guy. Um, Thanksgiving, white or dark meat? White. What's your worst side dish during Thanksgiving? The worst one that I don't like? Well, yeah. I don't know. No, I the one that you really... Yeah. <laughs> the worst one that you love. <laughs> yeah. The worst one. Exactly. What are we talking about worst? Uh, no, I don't... I kind of eat everything. Look at me. I'm not, you know... Favorite holiday? Halloween. Real? Uh, do you buy your costume or do you make your costume? You gotta make it. Now, when you do you like theme parties, like dress up? Yeah, yeah. You know I do. Yeah, because Jeff had <laughs> Jeff had a um, uh, his wife turned forty, and good. he had a Miami Beach. So it was Lily Pilzer. Mm. Is that how you pronounce those? Pilzer. Yeah. Pilzer. The girls dress up like that, yeah. and then the guys had to come as South and, Beach, as like Miami, yeah, like yeah. yeah it was Beach. Miami meets Ellie, Lily Pilzer. Nice. And I just got like the filthiest so he comes white trash Hawaiian shirt to <laughs> go to this thing, and then he's got the Greg Norman first straw hat on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He had Perfect. white socks on and yeah. loafers, yeah. And, he, and he looked like. Um, have you ever worn? <laughs> have you ever worn cargo shorts golfing? A long time ago. A long. <laughs> Time ago, I'm not kidding. Lie to you. A lot of weight in those yeah, bottom yeah. pockets oh with balls. <laughs> yeah, um, shirt was definitely untucked. <laughs> do, you, do you do you go for the green or do you lay up? Lay up. Is that bad? No. No. I want the score. There you go. Best score you it's ever. Reco- the smartest answer. Best score you ever recorded mm. on a card. At Plymouth, where I play, probably like 84. Not that good. Was that what's your handicap? 14, 15s. How many rounds did you get in this year, with, especially with COVID? I don't know. I don't know. 30? Favorite golf course that you've played at? Ooh, I played Torrey Pines. It was pretty awesome in uh, San Diego. That's great. And I played Paso Tiempo, just up the like an hour or so north. Paso Tiempo was really cool. Now, does your 84 go to like a 95, 96 because of those courses, or do you swim in that, that score that you record at? I will say I broke 100 at Torrey Pines. That's great. That's awesome. How'd that feel? Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know. No, right. But it, but the whole nostalgic, you know, the whole yeah. atmosphere that course and everything. Is unbelievable. Yeah. Beautiful. Have it's you a public p- course. Yeah. Have, oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. It's have just you, an awesome Have you course. ever played Old Sandwich? Yep. How'd you shoot there? I broke 100 there, too. I struggled. That was, that, it's tough. It's a tough course. And you like the awe of getting in there because it's like the super exclusive like mm, private club. Sure. 
Favorite genre of music? Ugh. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of like Grateful Dead and like slow stuff, but uh, I kind of like that '90s hip hop. You want a Peloton? No. Game changer. <laughs> Was that a question? Maybe no, that was a question. Sponsor this pad- podcast now. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we hope. Um, if you had one person that you would want to sit down and have cocktails with, famous person, it, it doesn't matter if it's a, an ex-president or all the way living down or the, dead. Like, living or dead. Thank you, Megan. What do you do? Who do you? Who do you? Who, who's on your? Who's your top three? And maybe just give me your your one. Jesus. There's one. Once a, so Jesus, oh, I said that so, twice. Yeah, you, you, you. I don't even know why. I'm not his even favorite food dish was Jesus, and, and now his. These rapid fire questions are really messing my head up. It's okay. That's why they're called rapid fire. Um, uh, rapid fire. Santa Claus, number one. Love it. Okay, number two. I think Rogan's cool. I was hoping I'd get Rogan in here today. Joe um, Rogan. Yeah, I think that'd be cool to talk to. Megan, who did you? He has fact checking. Dead or alive? Who? Uh, I'm just going to rapid fire that one oh, to you. God. And then, then I want Trump. I want to get in that <laughs> oh. guy's head. I want to get in his head. I don't think you can. You have to climb through that. He's yeah. so funny. He's out of it. <laughs> you think he lost that? Not to go political. You think was it him not being sensitive to the mask and the pandemic? I mean, it was his race to lose. Could he have done a better job with the COVID and then could have slid in for another four years? Or should he have just stayed off Twitter and social media and shut his mouth? And do you think he would have... I don't know. I feel like the whole thing's rigged no matter what. Okay. I think it's all... Getting back to Megan. Because we don't want to lose our listeners that like to stay in the middle. <laughs> we are a blue state. Megan, who would you want to have um, a cocktail <laughs> with? Go either way. Dead or alive? Dead or alive? Uh, that's a tough well, one. Did you ask me dead or alive? Yeah, I did. I said dead or alive. You said Santa Claus. And he's a spirit well, now. Jesus first. Jesus first. And he had Jesus's favorite plate. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just one person. I don't know. These. What's yours? You know it off the top oh, of your head. Yeah. No. I, I'm buying time. That's no. What it's well, yeah. Well, she's buying time. So I, I have two. You know, Howard Stern would want oh, to yeah, be. Yeah, he yeah. would be number. He'd be one or one A because getting into the head. I just want to talk about like his guests and you the know stories. It, the stories like back when he was on the, the the airways and then when he went into the the the. Serious, yep. serious radio. Thank yep. you, David. Huge yep. move. Um, I would really want to talk to him. Yeah. The other one, I think, just I think would be a, a blast with would be Snoop Dogg. Oh my god! <laughs> you hear about Snoop Dogg? So Snoop did the color commentary for the uh, for the boxing match this weekend. Yes, oh, wow. and now he is launching his own boxing company called the Fight Club. Okay, and they're teasing a bigger uh, match than the Roy Jones Jr. Mike Tyson match. Is, is how bananas? How do you get bigger? Than and, Mike Tyson? and I heard whispers that it may be that Paul kid the one that just knocked out nate robinson and they're trying to get conor mcgregor and and get those two to fight each other yes so dave since megan's still um thinking about who dead or alive who would you want to be to belly up with that's a great question you i I was a big stern guy so i feel like i'd love to get in his brain as well that's a good one for me just a quick answer for you stern because he's also turned into quite the uh Oh, sorry. Quite the uh, sissy lately, too. So there's a lot of angles to him. What changed? Yeah. You know, he's like Ellen now, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't even get me started with Ellen. Yeah. 
You talking to Ellen DeGeneres? Yes. How many other Ellens would I be referencing in that yeah. situation? Um, Ellen. So before my August, mother's middle name, I would have said Ellen because I th- I thought she was interesting, but I don't love the you know the, the new, new the new stuff. That's, so that's behind the curtain, right? That's the stuff we don't yep. we don't know. I one of the people that I think is a total badass is Pink. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I think not yeah. only she's very real best concert I ever best concert I ever saw Agreed. was at the uh, the Garden. But Pink. she also gives her kids Wait, what? really yeah. good. Lessons. I went with Janet. Best show. She's phenomenal. It's like best show. I would, like, I would, you, I would love, certain, I would love to see like a study. She had a complete like PR shift, branding yep. shift after she did her Grammys performance or whatever. Yeah. One hundred percent sold out every concert. It literally, she was like this. Uh, what's like punk rocky yeah. feel pop. Punk well, she rock. was also around the time when Britney and Christine, yes. you know, the whole Mickey Mouse Club. Then they went mainstream and did yep. all that. And then Pink was like. The, the 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 stepchild yeah. and people they they wanted Hollywood wanted them in the music industry wanted them to hate each other yep. yeah and she had the shaved head she was a badass wasn't she, the look you know yeah. I'm telling you right now oh, Britney Spears can we get her out here no she's she a, be one of my picks? hot mess disaster <laughs> no, disaster but those are the ones you want to meet right no Pink by the way just getting back to that yeah. that show she went up in this Circus de Soleil ring yep she was up near the rafters yeah. with all the retired jerseys. Singing now, whether that was voice recording, I'm telling you that two and a half hour show, I wanted more. Yeah, the people were into it, and you get your bang for your buck. It's like going to see Rest in Peace Tom Petty. When you go to a show, you want to, you don't want the new stuff. You no. want the sing along. You want the five hundred dollar ticket to to do karaoke with the artist, sing along, leave it, and not worry about. Oh my god, I just can't believe I just yeah. spent a couple of bucks on that concert. Yep. No, Pink great. is a very good one. Yeah, I like just that. universally. Yeah. Like she just appeared. I mean, I know she was a celebrity, yep. but it complete shift, and you've never heard a bad word about her since that performance. Everybody. At, like random ass people go to her concerts now, right. you know, like across the board. Yep, and, yeah. and praise it. So she needs right. an. She needs a Vegas act. Yeah. Oh, she'll get it. And I guarantee. She yeah, she could be the next Vegas act, yeah. and she would sell out. All that huge yeah. fan. By the way, that was a good one. Anyone else besides Pink? So I, I was trying to go. Like older, I love sitting and talking to old people and hearing their stories. But yep. I, I'm not going to be like Nelson Mandela because I Jerry Seinfeld's another boring. One. I just he's oh Jerry would be good. Yeah, so Jerry Seinfeld. Ooh, Larry David. Larry David. Yeah. The mind. So so Jerry Seinfeld went to UMass Amherst to do a little stand up gig, and yeah. it was when Janet was at UMass, and they asked questions, and Janet's question to Jerry Seinfeld was boxes or tidy whities, <laughs> and he answered it. And it was that, he's a tidy whitey guy. He's a tidy whitey guy. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And he owned it. He owned it. Yeah. But you know the what people don't realize is Jerry Seinfeld, I don't think, would have been who he was without yeah. Larry David. Agreed. Yeah. But I think it's interesting how these, and even musicians, like he was a nerdy kid that got picked on and bullied and now look at, you know what I mean? Like how hard was that? And what do you get, at what point are you a parent saying, no, no, keep playing that violin in your room. I'm sure it's going to work out. Or keep telling me your jokes. And well, then it's like, like Stern, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Those guys got picked on. Yeah. How many of them don't make it, right? So it's Probably hard. 99% <laughs> of them. And, and those are the people they don't talk to about. And that's why he became a stand-up comedian, because yeah. it was an outlet and all that stuff. Yeah. Look, Kev, all right, we can honestly, all day, but... I can't thank you enough. I know this yes. was kind of last minute. I mean, you really did bring a lot of insight, obviously, because sure? of the stuff. I, I promise I you. Well, like we'll, we'll find out by our views. So I want to know how many views we get you know, with having you on, um, can't thank you enough. Enjoy the week. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you and your family. 
And uh, thank you very much, man. Hey, thanks for having me, man. This is fun. Megan, talk to me. Episode five. This is your club that you're pulling out of the bag. Who do we got coming up next? Yeah, so we uh, we took a little break off so you could get you could get rest and relaxation in Marco Island. Yep. We're, we're back with Kevin this week. That was a great show. Hoping those guys, um, you know, do well through this COVID period. It's it's not fun seeing people struggle, but. Um, you know, the, I think the good ones will come out of this and be fine. And next week we got David Cohen. Talk to me about David. Power Logic. He um, he owns uh, with his partner Power Logic. They procure power for you know companies, own property owners. They also help with energy efficiency projects. But he's also an entrepreneur by nature. He's into the cannabis world. He's got a welding company. Every time I talk to him, he's got another um, another gig going. But uh, super bright guy. We'll have some fun. And he also has a son-in-law that's pretty famous on and off the ice. I'm sure you will dive into how it's what it's like to be Ryan Whitney's father-in-law. Okay, I was going to leave that as so people would tune <laughs> oh, into the next. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it so Ryan with Schmeining Schmidtney. <laughs> yep, Schmeining Schmidtney. He he's not only you know an ex NHL hockey player, but he also is co-host with one of my best friends rear admiral um on spit and chicklets which when they drop a podcast my friend yeah it's about five hundred thousand, nice six hundred thousand people we're almost there that's it yep yep we just have to add some more zeros and a couple it's a couple it's not a big deal yeah dave that's on brand right there right by the way not a big deal not a big deal nbd not a big deal and we'll have microphones rather than hockey sticks and if they've patented that we may be infringement so megan i will see you next week enjoy the rest of the week sounds good and i'll talk to you soon cheers bye There we go.